you doing? Nothing. Watching Grey's Anatomy on Netflix. What you doing? Girl, you ever finally have sex with somebody and it just wasn't good? Hell yeah. What happened? <sighs> Girl, I'm leaving his house now. Can I come over? Mm-hmm. Text me when you outside. All right. Bye. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of You Ever Podcast. My name is Denise. My name's Alexis. And we are so glad to be back. Um, last week we had, no, not last week. I think it was the week before we had um, a live podcast. That was really fun. So if y'all haven't tuned in to the live episode, be sure to check it out. Um, I think the video is also on our Instagram. So be sure to check it out. It was fun. Thank everybody for coming through and letting us know what y'all thought about our uh, question. So um, I hope everyone's safe during this time. It's like coronavirus is getting a lot worse. Um, So I hope that y'all are all safe during this time. So the icebreaker that we're going to do today is called What Do You Think? And so basically, um, I'm going to bring up a question and Alexis is going to bring up a question and then we'll just answer the question. So my question is, what do you think about women and men going 50-50 in relationships? I think that women and men should go 50-50. You do? We're not in, I do. We're not okay. in the old school days where a man has to take every... not take everything but a man has to provide and stuff like that like mm-hmm. we're all we all have jobs you know or should have jobs or should have jobs <laughs> y'all oh. we should all have jobs um but no i feel like it should be 50 50 okay i feel like especially like hypothetically y'all making the same amount or around the same amount why should you have to no why should he have to pay for all the bills and you just keep your money. like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people should want to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think that it's okay for a man to pay, like, majority of the rent or mortgage. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then maybe the woman can do utilities mm-hmm. and food. That's what I would prefer to do. Okay. Like, something like that would still be considered 50-50 to me. Okay, so my question is, I agree. I think that it should be 50-50, Um but when you think of 50-50, okay, so say if I'm making 80 and my dude is making 60, I'm making more money than him, right? hmm So when it comes to 50-50, I don't know, say say our rent is like 1500 or our mortgage is $2,000. we will just say 2000 Say it's 2000 okay. So if he's making 60 and I'm making 80, does he bring, does 50-50 to you mean that he's bringing in 1000 and I'm bringing in 1000 or does it mean like, well, since I make eighty, I gotta bring in a little more than a thousand. Like I bring in, let's say, twelve hundred, and he brings in eight hundred. Oh, that's a good question. Because I, I'm making more. I think that if you're making more, you could contribute a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I do. And so, do you think that it should be fifty-fifty? with everything so like that includes like the bills the the mortgage or the rent um groceries phone bill stuff like that i do but then it goes back to me saying i think that it could be 50 50 like y'all write everything down and literally split everything down the middle mm-hmm. or it could still almost equal out to the same so if you make it more mm-hmm. and you just paying let's just say the mortgage mm-hmm. and he pays the groceries, the utilities, 
the cell phone bills and car insurance mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's maybe like a three, four hundred dollar difference. Mm-hmm. I think that that's cool too. Okay. So like basically if you work it out, y'all sit down there, do your budget, you can kind of figure out like what's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um I the only thing is that like I know your question was like I don't you don't understand kind of why people are expecting men to pay most yeah. of it. And I kind of feel the same way. And obviously there are women out there who feel like, you know, men should pay everything. And I think that also is like, you know, this idea that the man has to be the provider and that, you know, men, I feel like a lot of times they are pressured. And and I think specifically men, I would say like regular day men, you know, like men that we date, men who aren't like CEOs of companies and, you know, stuff like that. Right. Because people who are like that, they're probably dating women and taking care of them. Right. More likely than not. It's like, my wife doesn't have to have a job because I got it. I got all this money. Yeah, That's right. the difference. That's yeah. what the difference comes in at. Mm-hmm. I think so. I agree. I think that if they were, if I was dating like a CEO or something, then yes, you can pay all of these bills. But I, I feel like as women, we shouldn't rely on anybody mm-hmm. to pay all of your bills or get too comfortable. Yeah. Because God forbid you guys break up or something were to happen mm-hmm. and you were so used to relying on him to pay for everything now you're stuck. Right, right. And then that's when it comes down, oh, I'm staying because of this. Oh, I'm staying because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. That's that's the only thing. Like, I wouldn't want no woman to rely on it. Yeah. And the only thing that I would say, disclaimer, I know at the beginning we said, like, you know, everybody should have a job. And obviously, we both have jobs and we're fortunate enough to be working during this time because I know millions of people have lost their jobs. So, I just want to make that disclaimer. I don't want to make people feel like, you know, worthless or whatever the case may be because they are not working because of um, coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we understand, y'all. So I'm wishing for better days for everyone, people with no jobs, people who still working, that they keep their jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just more success, people, you know, more black owned businesses. And make sure y'all still go out and sh- uh, support Alexis and get her book. It's in our bio. Yes, y'all. Please, okay? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so what's your question? Okay, my question is, what do you think about a man doing a woman's laundry? Um, I personally don't think it's anything wrong with a man. Well, my I would say my man doing my laundry. Um, yeah, I don't think anything's wrong with that. Like... Okay, so typically, a lot of people would say that there's multiple reasons why, but some people will say that they don't want a man to do the laundry because that's like a woman's job. Like, women should do the laundry. Women should clean. Yeah. That's how I kind of see it. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, you could do my laundry. Okay. What do you think? I, okay, so it was, um, I don't know if you, if our listeners follow Queen Naja. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. And she had posted this same question on um, social media. And she said that she doesn't want her man doing her laundry because, like, we have periods. And sometimes mm-hmm. as women, um, you know, sometimes we'll have a pad on and things like that. But then we'll leak through because mm-hmm. everybody's flow is different. Some right. women are heavier, some women are lighter, whatever. So that was her main concern. And I I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle. I agree with her, though, too. Because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like, oh, I don't want him to see that or something yeah. like that. Um, and I think that women discharge too. There are times when we will discharge, and it's not like anything may be wrong, it's just discharge, yeah, that's true. But then I feel like it just depends on the man 
Because mm-hmm. men know. Like, they know we get periods. Right. You shit. sleeping with us? Right. Like, <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know. Um, I wouldn't mind him doing my laundry. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I think I would... Obviously, if I'm if a man is doing my laundry, I'm he's I'm comfortable with him enough so that he will do my laundry. Like I'm, you know, that right. he knows like, you know, I might have period panties. Like he knows what that is and things like that. Right, and we all have um, period panties. I'm right, sure. exactly. Like you gotta have all women, <laughs> real women have you know those set that like right. that's for when I'm on my period. Exactly. Like that's just you know that's a known fact. Um, but yes, yeah, so I wouldn't mind if my man did my laundry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go ahead and get into the questions. Today we're going to need two questions. And the first one is You ever wonder why men are afraid to date independent women? Yes. Definitely. Lately, I've been watching a lot of videos and just talking to my own partner my friend who's a guy about like relationships and things like things like that Mm -hmm. and i can i'll speak for black women because i don't really have too much experience with non-black women okay so for black women all of my friends are very independent own car Mm -hmm. own house don't need you to pay for nothing can you know go out on a expensive date and pay for it themselves they you know things around the house they could do it or ask an uncle or something like that you know yeah. like they don't <clears throat> like yeah. go to their brothers or uncle before they go to a man yeah <clears throat> so when it comes to our independence it's very important to us like i think a lot of black women are taught are you know taught to be independent and strong like you don't need a man like you know you need to be able to learn how to do these things and i can go as far as saying like you know um parents teaching their or fathers teaching their daughters to like change a tire and like make sure you know how to put air in your tire and things like that so it's like you know you can be able to do that for yourself and not have to ask a man yeah so i can see that but what i will say is that one thing i know about men if i don't know anything else about men one thing i know about men is men love to feel needed yep like they want to know that like you need me for something so like even if it's the smallest thing, like, you know, like, babe, can you, like, can you put this nail on the thing so I can, you know, I could put the nail on the wall to put my frame up, but, like, they just, little things, like, they, they want, they want to feel like you need them for something, so if you're always, like, I got it, like, no, I don't need you to do my laundry, no, I don't need you to put, you know, food on my plate or cook for me, or, like, you know, they love to feel needed. Okay, does that include sex? What do you mean? mean? You're needed there. I mean, well, but sex sometimes is... sometimes <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think sex is different. Like, when I, when I think of when men love to feel needed, I don't really... I don't think about sex. That's not the first thing that comes to my mind because... <laughs> because... And the reason why I say that is because, like, we all know that, like, for the most part, men need us in terms yeah. of sex. And we need men for sex. Yeah. So, I'm like, mm, I'm talking about, like, more, like, little things. Like, just asking for advice. Like, you know that your man is um, really good at uh, fixing cars. Or your man is really good at um, fixing computers or something. And instead of going like, oh, babe, I'm about to go out to the, you know, Best Buy and see if they can fix my computer. You ask your man, babe, I know you be working on computers sometimes. You know how to fix this? Right. It's simple. 
Okay, so you so from your standpoint, you feel like they men feel scared because they feel needed because they want to feel needed or they need to feel needed. They in need some to feel, way, shape, or form. They need to feel. That's one reason. Okay, do you have any more? I would say it's the like. I feel like sometimes with women's independence, it comes like this bossy attitude. I know what I'm doing type of like attitude, like vibe. So it's like, it's not just like, oh, I don't need you. It's very, it comes off like in a negative way. So it's like, you know, if a woman is put like portrayed, like she has, like she's throwing off that energy, like a man not even going to want to approach you or or a man's not going to want to take it further with you. If you're like, always like oh I got this like I know how to run my own and you may know how to do all those things and I like give it up for all the women clap clap that's out there you know handling their business but like that can be a throw off to some men and men please comment like let us know what y'all think because obviously we're not men so we can't say exactly why y'all feel scared but I think that's the reason why like it could just be like when they need to feel needed and sometimes it can come off very aggressive that women are like just they can do it on their own i agree with everything you just said i had seen this post though it was like a nigga gonna have to come 10 times harder to show me why i need him i don't like that and i was like okay and then under the comments it was like um basically they feel like like I can, I can make myself net. I can do this for myself. I got my mm-hmm. own, like you said, I got my own car. I got my own house. So what do I need you for? But ultimately, at the end of the day, like we're there's only two genders in this world, right? Well, biological mm-hmm. <laughs> genders, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and I feel like God made us this way to have each other, mm-hmm. right? And that um. I feel like there's a lot of people who like women who are with women, two women, two men, things like that. That's cool too, mm-hmm. right? But we need somebody. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like um, I didn't like that comment either. Yeah. And that's what I thought about when I had seen that comment. I do agree with you though. I think that men do like to feel needed. Um, so if they see that you, I feel like as a man, if I was a man, I'd be like, dang, okay, I'm dating this. I'm trying to talk to this independent woman, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She already got everything. She don't ask me for nothing. Mm-hmm. What can I give her? You know? Yeah. So, like a man want to know that he can change your life in some type of way. Like if I can't bring anything to your life, why am I here? Yeah, that is true. That is <laughs> to true. To sit here and look cute. Yeah. But I think that men, if you are dating an independent woman, and again, like you said, a lot of women now are independent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if you are dating an independent woman and she does come off this way, or maybe she may not say it, but you see that she got everything and you see that she doesn't ask you for nothing, mm-hmm. we love to feel wanted and mm-hmm. needed as well, right? Or just like the romance thing. Right. Like just... um you know, talk to us, make us feel wanted, mm-hmm. um, needed, just things like that, that yeah. we can't get from anybody else. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I always talk to, it's the same thing. Well, I think about it. 
you know how I always be like, dang, like, I want to go on a date or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my friends, but a male's energy is totally different from a woman's energy. Right. Right? I don't right. want to be around my, again, I love my friends, but I don't want to be around these hoes all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we hoes now. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Y'all know Christmas is coming I'll up. Play. Noted. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't want to be around them all the time, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I want a man to talk to, to comfort me. Yeah. To, you know, little things and like that. And you don't that. have sex That's with needed. your friends. Or maybe y'all do. Exactly. But. <laughs> no, we don't. But yeah, no, I'm not no, talking like other people. Maybe y'all, that's what y'all do. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like when it comes to that, like, I don't have sex with my friends. Like, I have sex with my dudes. So it's like. You some things your friends can't do for you. Exactly. That, that is just what it is. Like you can't do some things for me. So it's okay. But I think the other thing is like women think it's negative to need somebody. Yeah. Like it's like if you say like, oh, I need him. It's like, you don't need him. Why do you need him? Like you can do it on your own. You a bad this, the, you know, this, that, and the third. So it's like, it's That's not bad. It's not a negative thing to feel like you need someone. I really think that men and women do need each other. Like, I do. imagine living on this earth with no men. Yes, it's not a good feeling. And men, imagine living on this earth with no women. Like, what? Like that? It would be crazy. The energy. It would be the world would literally be off balance. Yeah. Like, and people real. will say like, "Oh, I don't need them," but the second they single for a long time, it's like, "Oh, I want a boyfriend," or "I need a boyfriend." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "But I thought you didn't need nobody. I thought you was good, you know." So, and it's okay to feel needed. I think we just have to be more vulnerable in situations, especially yeah. with relationships. Like, we just gotta like open up and stop being so like, because women swear they hard. We swear we hard. We swear we got everything together. But, like, in the inside, it's like we all soft and we love all the, you know, like the romantic thing. So, I just feel like we need to be more willing to open up and be vulnerable to men. And I had to learn that, too. Because when I first moved into my apartment, my standards went up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like, what do I need a nigga for? So, it'd be like, and then now, me being me now, I am independent, right? Mm -hmm. But I do need a man, too. Mm-hmm. I may not need him to take care of me financially, but I need him physically and emotionally for sure. Mm-hmm. There's other, like, when we talk of needs, it's so broad, yeah. right? So when we narrow it, well, for me, speaking for myself, when I narrow it down physically, mentally, mm-hmm. and emotionally, I feel like I need a man. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like, even hugs, like, I feel like it's, when you hug, like, I can hug you. Okay, love you, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you hug a man, like, the I go down to the simplest things. Mm-hmm. It is just so different. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, the little things like that that men can do with independent women. Mm-hmm. That'll make them feel like, dang, like, she really do need me. Yeah. Now, if y'all talking to somebody who the littlest things don't get her, then I don't know. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's not the one for you. Because ultimately, or maybe she just put it on the front. Like you said, like, they just don't want to say it. And then it's also just women who are very, who have very high standards and, like, little things are, like, non-existent to them. Like, that doesn't matter to me. Or they're used to being courted in a way that's, like, extravagant. Yeah. And I can't really speak for those women because that's not me. I'm not, like, over the top. It ain't like you got to do too much. Like, I think what you were saying, like, you know, he got to come ten times harder and it's like... But do we really? And what does that look like? What exactly does a man coming ten times harder look like? 
what does he have to do to impress you like the thing is women don't realize that like you're not the only one on this earth like a nigga can go to the next girl and be totally fine so if this is somebody that you really want to be with who you're really attracted to and you know they have some qualities that can make a husband or a father or whatever that you're looking yeah. for why does he need to go 10 times harder what is, like what is that going to do because he can do the same thing to another woman and that be it so are you willing to lose something that may be a potential husband father boyfriend fiance whatever because he needs to come 10 times harder to show you what what is that gonna do that's true what does that look like i think for me 10 times harder I don't remember what the comments were saying, but mainly like financially, I'm I'm thinking, I'm just mm-hmm. assuming. Maybe like financially, like, okay, I can pay my own rent. Can you do more? Or But um, why does that matter though? I know, I don't know. Maybe financially or Because you I had sent I sent you and I sent a lot like four other my other friends this video. And I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but it today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was like, I but was like, I sent it to uh, Sylvia and Jessica too, and we had like this long conversation about women's standards. And one of the things in the video was saying that um, women, like when it comes to money, they want men to make six figures. It's like, oh yeah, he needs to make six six figures, and they have this long list, right? And she was saying, but like, are, do you even have half the stuff on the list? Like, right. are you asking for a man to have X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, but you don't even have A? Right. Like, how <laughs> no, can you be right. asking for a man to make six figures, but you don't make six figures? Yep. So before you can be requesting all these things, you need to have it. And so I'm like, damn, like, that's true. Like, that's we, true. we be saying we, we want men to have this, but we should at least have half the things on our list before we go requesting that a man has all these other things. Yeah, that is true. I agree. Yeah. I think another thing is that um, even if a man is afraid to date an independent woman, woman, another thing would be asking. I'm really big on love language. Mm-hmm. Like asking what her love language is yes. and then go off of that. Like women, I mean men and women, I think mm-hmm. we got to start small. It's like the littlest steps to take that you can take to get, you know, basically where you want to go. So I yeah. feel like. Maybe ask her what her love language is. If her love language is quality time, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, we'll start spending more time with her. Um, little dates to the park, mm-hmm. um, things like that is really important. What's your love language, by the way? Girl, you just said it. Quality time is okay. my number one. What's yours? Uh, I have two. Well, so yeah, because you know you can rank them. So what's your what's your like top one? My top one is acts of service. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I can see that. I can see that. (laughs) Yeah, acts of service and then um, words of affirmation. Okay. Those are my top two. I don't really care for the other three. Mm -hmm. But I need you to not only... I need you to tell me that you love me, you know, yeah. show me that you love me, Yeah. which what comes in with like actual service, nigga, cook me something, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I am so, and it's so crazy because I truly feel like I am the most simplest person to please, mm-hmm. man wise, um, all you gotta do is something cute, yeah. you know, write a little note. Right. You know, things like that, I'm very appreciative. See, what I would say, I know we kind of getting off topic, but it, it goes with relationships and, you know, being independent. What I would say about love languages, I do think that if you're going to be in a relationship, you should know what the person's love language is. That's yeah. important because that, that lets you know, like, 
what makes them happy and like how like you know how they feel and what you need to do I think that's like super important um but I also think that okay so you if you know the person's love language you're able to it's like a it's it's a way of communicating but it's like on a different level right because I don't think that it's often discussed like oh like this is what makes me happy but women have women and men should if you're dating a person and y'all haven't discussed love languages like we have to be able to vocalize to our partner that this is what I want because imagine you dating somebody and you don't tell them like you know I like the little things like when you cook or when you like leave me a note I like words of affirmation knowing that I'm pretty like I know I'm pretty but you can tell me that I look good today right if you don't tell a person that they're most likely especially if they have a different love language than you are going to act in their love language so if my love language is quality time and yours is acts of service even though a lot of the love love languages go together i'm going to act towards you like with mine like oh let's go spend time at the park let's go to the beach and walk around that's my love language and that's not yours you want me to you know we can go to the park but you want me to bring a little basket you know with some cheese and crackers right you know yeah yeah yeah. so i think you you if your if your partner isn't telling you you have to vocalize it like you have to speak that's about communication letting somebody know what you um letting them know what you want because I know a lot of us, we say we say this, but people need to know how you feel. Like, people don't know what you're thinking. Yep. They're not <laughs> mind readers. Yeah. I agree. Okay. All right. So, the second question is, you ever wish you could change something in the past? I do. I would take it all the way back, 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 back. <laughs> So slavery, segregation. Mm, okay, you get um, deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's not playing. I would take it all the way back because uh, it's just so much history that I would like to change, you mm-hmm. know? We should not have ever, ever in life been judged or treated any differently based on the color of your skin. Because mm-hmm. that's what it all came down to. Like, oh, they're darker, mm-hmm. or they have nappy hair, mm-hmm. you know, kinky hair, whatever, things like that. Right. And it was, I had went to Alabama in college. Mm-hmm. It was a, um, we had a little, con- you know, I like writing. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little contest thing where you can write an essay as to why you should be chosen to go to Alabama for the, um, Civil Rights Movement Tour. Oh, I want to so do that. So I was like, oh my God, I want to do it. So I entered in and I got it. Mm-hmm. So we went, it was super cool. And it was a time where, um, you know how they used to sell slaves. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was like in Alabama, it was like, it was either every Tuesday or every Thursday. Like it was at like a specific time and they'll put you on a corner, you know, things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So we did this activity. Right. So we all, it was. They picked four contest winners, mm-hmm. and then two adults went with us. So, it was six of us, right? Mm-hmm. So, they put us on a corner. Mind you, it was hot as hell. It we were in the summertime. They put us all on a corner. Um, it was the same block, but, like, little different sections, right? Mm-hmm. And then I had a baby. Alleged, mm-hmm. I didn't have a real baby, yeah. but I had a mm-hmm. fake baby. So, they gave us, like, little things to do. So, the dude comes up to me. So he was supposed to, he was playing a white dude, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes up to me and he's like, I want the baby. Just the baby. And I was like, no. 
Like, and I, and I forgot, like, that I'm acting this role, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, you're not getting my baby. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, um, no, basically, no, I need the baby or whatever. So then he took my baby. And I was thinking, like, dang, because this is what really happened. You mm-hmm. know, they used to take people's kids and everything. Right. And I started to get emotional knowing that one. I didn't even have no imaginary baby or mm-hmm. nothing. Like, an actual physical baby to where they can take, right? Right. But I was just like, oh, my God. Like, my baby is gone, and I will never see my baby again. Mm-hmm. So, right after that activity, I was already feeling away, right? Like, I was really mad, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is how they used to treat us, right? So, right after that activity, we got into this boat. And you know how um, it was, it wasn't a real boat. It was like a shed. Mm -hmm. And then they closed the shed. We were packed in there like sardines. It was so crazy. Oh my goodness. We were packed in there like sardines. They had like little peak holes, right? Mm -hmm. That you can see out. So a little bit of light was shining through, only a little bit. And they were rocking the boat and things like that. And you know how they used to, um, they used to be on that that boat for days. Mm -hmm. No food, no nothing. And then one of the, um, one of my, one of the adults that was with us Mm -hmm. started crying Mm. and she became claustrophobic too. And she was like, no, let me out. Like I can't do this activity. And then we talked about it Mm -hmm. and it was just like, ever since I, I'm saying this to say, y'all, sorry, it's long, but ever since I went on that trip, it like changed everything. Mm -hmm. Cause I felt like I literally walked on history. Right. And so, yeah, that's basically what I would change. I would change um, segregation, how they treated us, racial Mm -hmm. profiling, all that. What I would say is that recently, um, I forgot what it was. It was like... With your Black Lives Matter t-shirt. I know (laughs) y'all. It was something recently, like on social media... But people were saying, like, oh, we not our ancestors. Like, y'all got us messed up. We not our ancestors. You remember that? that? I don't know if it was, like, during the protests and things like that. And I was just like, do you understand how disrespectful that has to be to our ancestors to say we are not our ancestors? You are damn right. We are not our ancestors. Because I can guarantee that 99% of the population today, Mm -hmm. black population, would not be able to survive what our ancestors went through. Not at all. Like, not at all. So... Like, that resiliency, like, it's just a different, like, we're a different type of resilient. Yeah. And I don't think that most people would be able to survive what our ancestors went through. So, to say that, I'm like, that has to be so disrespectful. And I think people were saying that because it was like, they felt like as slaves, you know, slaves were submissive and did not, you know, um, react in any type of way. It's like they just sat there and let white people treat them that way. When in reality, a lot of slaves rebelled. A lot like... You know how many rebellions there were? And, like, if people really knew history, they would know that. So, to sit up there and say that, like, we aren't our ancestors, like, we'll fuck you up or whatever. I'm like, oh, these are some ignorant-ass people. Like, y'all got to be real ignorant to say some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, that made me so upset. That's true. A lot of them did um, rebel. And y'all got to think, that is an ignorant post, now that I'm thinking about it. When I seen it, I was just like, oh, my God. But y'all got to think about it. Y'all weren't there, right? We didn't go through that. Mm-hmm. And some slaves rebelled and some were too scared to even say anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, then do I rebel and die, possibly? Mm-hmm. Right. Or do I just sit back and let this shit happen? It's and like, that's the thing. Do? Like, even now, like, we can't even... 
we couldn't even I think it was one day where they were like, you know, don't buy um don't buy anything from non-black businesses this day. Um I people can't even do that. People can't even take one day to not buy from Amazon. People can't take one day to not go to their local grocery store to buy something and instead find another business where you, even if it got to be 45 an hour, two hours away from your house, people are not, black people are not willing to sacrifice things. Like, is we're so materialistic, we're so selfish that we're not willing to sacrifice things. So I'm like, half of what our ancestors went through, boycotting, riding the bus, walking to work. Mm-hmm. asking a family member or a friend and i'm sure they didn't have as many cars and stuff as we have today asking family and friends to take you to work or walk into work people couldn't do that people would not do that especially in california like people right. like what walk to work That's catch true. the bus not right. not catch the bus like <laughs> people would be so stunned like and even um uh what was that um it was like a couple years ago. They were like, oh, like, y'all, we gonna boycott Black Friday. Like, you know, it's not for us. Like, they're just taking our money. People can't even do that. It's like so many things that black people are not no, willing listen. to sacrifice for the yeah. cause. Like, even protesting and stuff. Like, people will go out and protest and then, you know, as soon as the police come, they leave. Like, and that's it. Like, do you know what our ancestors went through during the segregation period? During slavery? Like... During Jim Crow, like I know, and y'all can't even protest. Like, Bloody Sunday, do you remember Bloody yes. Sunday? Yes, yes, yeah. Like on the bridge, like do you, it's so crazy. I'm like, man, if y'all don't shut up, <laughs> like shut up, I can't. But I'm glad you brought that up because that's like real deep. I wasn't even gonna say nothing that deep, but like as you brought it up, I'm like, you damn right, like. And that's for sure. Yes, that's something that I wish I could just go back and change in the past. Man, the world would be so different. So I, much better. Yeah, and I think, like, how would it be? We'll be treated as equals. No, but still, like, we wouldn't have even, we wouldn't even been on this continent. Oh, you going because way, we came right. Well, well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying because the reason why we were brought here, like, right? So it's That's like true. if if that never would have happened, we never would have been brought here. But if we somehow found our way to this continent or this country specifically, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say. Uh, I don't know if this is more like unrealistic. I don't know, but like I guess like the passing of like my mom, my grandma, my grandpa, mm-hmm. like or I wish I would have spent more time with them and just been more lit, like understanding as yeah. a kid and things like that. Because I think oftentimes, especially now, I think it's coming. People are realizing um, how serious like losing someone is and how hurtful it can be and obviously every person on this earth has lost someone yeah whether it's your parent your friend your cousin your teacher somebody you've known you know somebody that you lost right um and i think that like you know that's something that we all have in common sorry about that y'all we got disconnected interrupted but yeah i was talking about like something i wish i could change which is like you know my parent my mom being back in my life you know just having spending more time with her um yeah i think that's like the only thing that i would really say i would change i mean honestly i guess some people that i have dealt with in the past like not dealing with them at all 
That's you know, true. it's just some people who you just come in your life and you let in and it's like, I wish I wouldn't have even gave you any of my time because you really didn't deserve it. But there's only one person I could think of like that. Um, and, you know, it's just life experience, I guess. So it's like, it is what it is. I've, I learned my lesson from that situation. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's what I would say. So I think, so my question to you is, um do you feel like because everyone passes away from different things right Mm -hmm. for different reasons and health reasons and things like that or just car accidents you know everything like that so do you wish that you can also change maybe the way people pass because some people like for example some people pass away from like cancer or something right Mm -hmm. um so what do you think about that do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get it. Um, well, I think for my mom, I wouldn't change my mom because my mom passed in her sleep. So I think if I were if I were to pass, I, that's how I would want to pass. Me too. I because like that. you know, it's like you know, you go to sleep one day and you don't wake up, like you know. So it's not like very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but like how my grandma, my grandpa passed. Yeah, I would definitely want to change that, like, especially my grandma, because my grandma was like in the hospital for over a year. And she had a lot of, like, things going on throughout her time in the hospital. So, I would definitely change how she passed. Um, So, yeah, I would change that. I would want to, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Anything else? No, that's really it. Honestly, I try not to focus so much on the past. Obviously, um, I said obviously twice. (laughs) Um, it's important to know where you came from. In in middle school, I was in this program called Sankofa. In the Sankofa bird, it's like, I don't know if you, have you ever seen the Sankofa bird? Mm-mm. Well, um, it's like a bird and it's like, it's head, it's looking, it's like his, its head is like back. And the meaning of it is that you're looking, you're looking toward the future, but not forgetting the past. And so that's something like since middle school that has kind of stuck with me. So it's like, I'm, I'm always facing forward and looking toward my future and what things I can change and be better. But like, I never forget what's happened in the past, whether it's positive or the negative things that have happened, like the passing of my mom and my grandparents. Um, so yeah, like I try to keep that in mind and just knowing that like, you know, days will get better. People, I've tried to become more understanding and comfortable with death really. Cause I think that's like really my only fear is dying. Me too. And some people say, like, you know, like, I'm not afraid to die. Like, we're on this earth to die. And it's like, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't take away my fear of never of not being on this earth. Like, it's like this it's fear, fear of, of the like, unknown. of the unknown. Like, what's going to happen? Like, am I going to know? Like, is my, like, where my spirit? I don't know. It's just so no. much to it. And so, like, I'm really afraid to die. And honestly, my fear of death, it has allowed me to really be, like, in the moment and, like, appreciate my day-to-day life because it's something that I'm aware of like it's like what like and being happy like truly being happy because I couldn't imagine dying and not being happy with with where I am today like obviously there are always things that we want to do we want to improve on but like Mm -hmm. imagine spending a day upset at someone or something and then the next you you don't wake up the next, the next day. day. I know. Like that damn, is true, like y'all. I wasted my seconds on this Woo. nigga or this girl or this job and I wasn't even happy and I died unhappy. So it's like, you know, I just try to remind myself of that. 
Yeah, I agree. The fear of the unknown. I'm definitely afraid of death, too. I know that, again, everyone dies. And it's just like, I'll be wondering, like, dang, when yeah. am I going to die? How yes. am I going to die? That's the that's the thing. And it's just like, I think that pictures are important, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't like what people, you know, a lot of people be in the clubs. And all they do is just record themselves and mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, selfies, like, pictures of you and your friends. Because ultimately, when someone passes away, all you have is memories. Yes. And you don't want to ever be like, dang, I didn't even take that. Like, I have an auntie to where we don't even have that many pictures. So mm. every time I see her, I'm like, come here, let's do a selfie, you yeah. know? Because I don't want to be like, dang, I only had this one or two pictures to post of this person. Right, right. Like, I want a whole collage, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I love, taking pictures. And, of course, I think you know that about me, just, like, even with just traveling or just in general, like I just, I love pictures and I love videos and I love recording and, you know, because you can have those memories and that's something that I also wish that I had more of. I have a lot, a lot with my grandmother and my grandpa. Well, not with my grandpa so much, but I do have a couple pictures of us. Um, and I was, I, but I wish I had more with my mom. Like I have some when I was a kid, but like not really because my mom passed when I was 10. So not really like, I don't have any pictures of us when I'm like, eight nine or ten okay. not that at least not that i can find mm-hmm. so and now pictures and videos are becoming more popular you know because we got yeah, better phones, phones and yeah. storage and you know you could go print the pictures out you don't have to do the disposable yeah, camera yeah the disposable camera stuff like that like people have their own cameras and stuff so as technology you know gets better we're able to you know be able to store more like memories and stuff like that yeah i agree yeah okay all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Make sure y'all comment, like, share, subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and things like that. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye, guys.